0: What is up, everyone? Welcome back to Walking with the King podcast. I'm your host, Teresa King. So nice for you to be joining me again today. I really do appreciate it. This is a bittersweet moment because we're getting to like the last few episodes of the very first season of this podcast and it is just so overwhelming and just the love and support from each and every one of you guys and (laughs) it's just really crazy to see how far God has moved and not only like this podcast, but also in myself, I feel like I grew into a whole new person and I see things so differently now than I have before. And I'm just, am blown away on how good God is and how he has been using my spiritual gifts into what he has called me to do. So I just want to thank you first and foremost, because This podcast would not be possible without each and every one of you, so thank you. I know I'm always saying thank you in the very beginning of every episode, but I truly, truly am thankful for you. But this episode is going to be a different one. We were going to go on a different topic today, and I was like, "Mm, doesn't feel right. Why doesn't it feel right? So I started praying about it and I saw so many things on TikTok and I'm just like, oh my gosh, I was so blown away with just everything that's happening. And um, God was like, you didn't talk about this. I was like, okay, I don't know what I'm going to do, but I'm going to trust in you and I'm just going to listen and I'm just going to do what you're telling me to do. So we're going to talk about it. Because I feel like it's extremely important that we talk about this. And just a heads up, you may not agree with me. This may be a topic where you think you're insane, Teresa. You are overthinking this, you're overanalyzing this. This is not true. And honestly, like, I'm sure like 98% of you may think that. And like the 2% of y'all will think, no, Teresa, like I was thinking about this too. You're so right. And honestly, I don't care. If you think I'm crazy for seeing the world for what it is, so be it. God was the one that was telling me to speak about this. So I am going to be obedient to God and just talk about this subject rather than trying to please you like Y'all guys are my audience, but I'm not doing this for you. I'm not doing this for myself. I'm doing this for the glory of God. So if God's telling me to talk about this, so be it. So, whoa, <laughs> got in a little, um, little carried away there, but that should make you, si- that should make you excited about what I'm going to be talking about. And we are going to be talking about hidden messages. Pause. (laughs) So what do you mean about hidden messages? There are so many things that we could be talking about that has to do with hidden messages. But this particular is we need to open our eyes and see the world as what it is. Christians are literally being called crazy because we are seeing the world unfold into the sinful world that it is. We are starting to see that Christians are seeing the way the world is, the way that God sees it. And everybody who does not see it this way, I really don't think that, you know, the Holy Spirit is officially taking over for you. In order for you to be seeing the world as what it is, you need to be blessed with the Holy Spirit. So that is just one thing. And I'm not saying, I'm not judging you on... Your beliefs or your spirituality with God or even your walk with God. Everybody's walk is completely different, which is why I created this podcast, like walking with the King, King Jesus. Everybody's walk with Christ is different. So I am not saying if you don't believe this then you are not Christian, by all means, that is not what I'm saying. I am just going to be saying what I'm seeing and explaining why I see it this way. And I just prayed, like, if you are on the fence on these things, or you don't see what I'm seeing, I just pray that we both ask God to reveal the answers that we're looking for during this podcast. And you know, it's going to be, <laughs> it's going to be a tough ride, guys. So, let's um, saddle back up. Let's put on our seatbelt, grab a snack, do something, because this one's going to be, <sighs> this one's going to be a good one. I feel it. I feel the Holy Spirit kind of tingling inside of me saying, yeah, let's do this. Okay, let's go. So, First things first, my pastor, Pastor Ed Newton, he is the main pastor at Community Bible Church in San Antonio, Texas. That's the church I go to, by the way. But he did a sermon called God Goggles. I highly recommend y'all to watch that sermon. It's on YouTube. Just look in God Goggles, Dr. Ed Newton, Pastor Ed Newton, CBC, San Antonio, Texas. Look it up on YouTube. It is a beautiful sermon. And it it And Pastor Ed goes deep into it on how we need to be blessed with the Holy Spirit when we give our life to God and we are verified within the Holy Spirit and the same spirit that's living inside of Jesus now lives in us. We are now able to see the world for what it is. And it's ugly. We live in an ugly world. It is insanely crazy on the kind of world that we live in and it makes sense it says there in the bible like we do live in a very sinful world you know when adam and eve both ate the the fruit from the forbidden tree like we are now into a world full of sin and that's just how it is But when we have our God goggles, when we have the Holy Spirit within us, we are able to point out, yeah, that's demonic, that's demonic, that's demonic. Everything around us is demonic. Of course, there are some things in life that is of God. But like I said earlier um, today at school to a couple of my friends, if it's not of God, it's of the devil. If it's not of God, it's demonic. Everybody has their own way of spirituality. Everybody is spiritual in some type of way. But if you are not for God, the one and true God, the one who gave us Jesus Christ to die on the cross for our sins, if it's not of the only God, it is of the devil. And the devil will make you... Try to believe there's so many other spiritualities out there. There are so many other gods, so many other religions. In reality, there is only one God, and it's the one and true God that we read every single day in our Holy Bible, period. He is the only God. But everybody is spiritual in some type of way. And every other spirituality out there That's not with God. It's of the devil, like straight up. And if we don't see the world for what it is, that could be a scary thing. Because if we don't see the different signs and hidden messages and every little thing that is going on, especially in the media, then we are inviting the enemy in. And that's what I'm going to be talking about today. So there are many different types of hidden messages, and I'm only going to talk about a couple, but I'm going to talk about Demi Lovato. Demi Lovato came out with a new album. I am not going to say the title of the album. I really don't want you to look it up, but if you're curious, by all means, look at it. I rebuke that I am praying for her. And by the way, this is not this is not me trash talking Demi. This is me trying to spread the spread the news. Like I'm trying to tell people that this is a hidden message. This is a demonic force that has attacked Demi Lovato and we need to pray for her. Like Demi Lovato got baptized, she gave her life to God, but she has been so consumed in the demonic world that she is lost. And it breaks my heart for her because she is hurting. And I just I just know what she's going through, because in some type of way, I've been where she was at. And so many people prayed for me, and I know the power of prayer works. So I am not trash-talking Demi Lovato. I am saying we need to pray for her. As a community in Christ, we need to pray for her. Like I said, she came out with a new album. I'm not gonna say the name. I rebuke it, but It has to do with her not believing in God, blaspheming God. And I did some research on it and um, she has experienced a lot of church hurt. And I'm actually really looking forward to my service tomorrow because we are going to be talking about church hurt. But I know that I have experienced a little bit of church hurt. A lot of people have if you have been hurt in the church, one, I'm sorry. That's not of God. That is not what God's intention was when you entered His church because He wants you to be safe. He wants you to feel welcomed. He wants you to feel loved. And that, that was something you did not feel at a church. I am sorry. And I pray that you continue to look for your church. That's what I did. I continued to look for my church, and I found my church. And everybody has a church. For one, church is not a building. It is a community of people. We are the body of Christ. Therefore, we are the church. So it doesn't matter if your church is meeting in a hotel room or a living room. It doesn't matter what type of church it is. As long as you feel safe and loved and you're keeping God as the center of the church, then we have a church. So if you have been hurt, I'm sorry. Deeply from the bottom of my heart, I am extremely sorry. But what we do with that hurt makes a whole world of a difference. We could either... Continue to go look for our church, to look for our community, to look for our brothers and sisters in Christ, people who are going to live life with us, who are going to build us up and become disciples of Christ and to live our life full of grace, full of God's love and continue to show that love to other people. Or you could completely separate yourself from from God, from the church, from Christian people, and go into a life of debauchery. And that is where Demi is at. That is the ultimate goal for the devil, is for you to step away from God. He wants you to distance yourself away from God. Don't let the devil win. And it's so hard to, easier said than done should I say, easier said than done, but we cannot let the devil win. So what we're going to talk about is a little bit with Demi. So she had an interview on a podcast talking a little bit more about her um, church hurt. I'm not going to put the link in the bio. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to give that site a little bit more traction. If you want to go out and find out more research about this, you are more than welcome to. But she was saying how she got hurt at the church because she read a scripture. And this scripture was Matthew 5 30. And if your hand, even your stronger hand, causes you to sin, cut it off and throw it away. It is better for you to lose one part of your body than for your full body to be thrown into hell. In her mindset, she was, she thought that this was talking about masturbation. It could. It doesn't necessarily only mean masturbation it just means in general if you are doing something that is causing you to sin get rid of it it doesn't matter if it's piece of object or if it's actually something within your body get rid of it of course you don't necessarily have to cut off your hand but this was Jesus saying get rid of it she automatically thought it was masturbation And she felt uncomfortable and judged that she could not experience out her sexuality because she was being judged by the church. She was also told this at a very young age saying stuff that she can do all this stuff sexually because it's a sin and she's going to be thrown into hell. And she goes on into saying that she wrote a song about it. I forgot the title of the song. It's not really important, but she did write a song about masturbation and talked about, well, if it's causing her to go to hell, at least it feels like heaven in a moment. And that made me really sad because one, well, for many things, one, that's just the type of Of world we live in, that it is okay for you to go to hell because of something that you love doing. Like you love masturbation, but you're going to hell for it. And you rather go to hell than quit doing that because you want to live life in the moment. And it kind of, it really did break my heart. It made me realize what kind of place I was at when i was in that mindset and judgment is <laughs> judgment is a tricky topic but there like there's many verses that go back and forth but the one thing i realized and when i did my like i've been really studying on judgment and the bible doesn't necessarily tell us not to judge it tells us how to judge. Luke six forty two. it says, How can you think of saying, friend, let me get rid of that speck in your eye, when you can't see the log in your own eye? Hypocrite. First, get rid of the log in your own eye. Then you will see well enough to deal with the speck in your friend's eyes. And then Galatians 6.1. Brothers and sisters, if someone is caught in a sin, you who live by the Spirit should restore them gently, but watch yourself or you may be tempted. Notice how it kept saying, fix yourself before you restore that person or you help that person out who is struggling. That is an ultimate reminder of how we need to think about when we are quote unquote judging. We're not necessarily judging you, but we are seeing the potential in you. We're seeing the potential that could benefit God and his kingdom. And if you feel like you are being judged by a Christian, I'm sorry. If you feel like I've been judging you, I'm sorry. It's not that I'm judging you. It's because I see God. He has a big plan for each and every one of us. For I know the plans for you, says the Lord, plans to prosper you and to not harm you. He has a big plan for us. And the only way that we could fulfill his plan is if we come to Christ, is if we give our life to God. And exactly how Luke and Galatians, these two scriptures that we're talking about here, it's saying the same thing. If you see a friend and you want to help them, make sure that you are okay. Make sure that you are living life for God. Make sure that you are spiritually restored before you help someone. But make sure it's gently as well. Like it says right there, you should restore that person gently. There are many people that will abuse the title of Christianity. They will abuse the word Christian and yell to these people saying, you're going to hell because you're doing this and this and this and this. The thing is, is that it's not of God. I promise you that is not of God. The enemy is using these people for his own schemes. So he, you can go far away from God and learning from his truth. A true Christian, a true brother and sister in Christ will not only tell you what you're doing is wrong, but they'll tell you how to fix it. They will say, one, they love you. But what you're doing is not right. What you're doing is not of God. But this is how you could get it fixed. This is what you could do to get rid of that. This is what you could do to and continue going forward. We need to be aware of how we communicate to people. And especially with it comes to people who have been hurt in the church. Back to Demi Lovato. Her album. I did not want to listen to the album. I will never do that. What I did was did research on her meeting behind the album. And she is literally blaspheming Jesus' name. She is mocking Christianity. She is mocking our religion. She is mocking the cross that our Savior died on for us her she is mocking it and that is not okay but a lot of people are seeing it and are praising her for it that she, and i mean by all means everybody has the right to their own opinion their own beliefs everything we have our right but as a christian she was a christian she was of god she did know god but she fell away from him. And that breaks my heart is because I was there. I fell away from God. I broke away from him and I was living in debauchery. I was living for the world. And it broke my heart seeing that me like that because I knew how she felt. And the main thing about this is that we are seeing this. And people are seeing this. Kids are seeing this. And they're thinking it's okay. Moving on from Demi. Let's go to another hidden message. There's a new series out there that Hulu is about to release or have released it. And it is actually being funded by Disney. And it's called Little Demon. This whole show. When I tell you, let me tell you. When I first saw this commercial... I was like, am I dreaming? Is this real? It is... If y'all don't know what it is, it is about this 13-year-old girl. It's a cartoon, by the way. It's this 13-year-old girl who... Her mother is a paganist and had sex with the devil himself, got pregnant, and her daughter, the 13-year-old girl, is... Guess what it is? The Antichrist. And the whole show... Is basically revolved around the rise of the Antichrist. Disney is funding this, and that's on Hulu, and it's a TV show, it's a cartoon. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I'm laughing at it because it's insane. Like, the devil is not hiding anymore. First, it was, like, here and there, like, you know, in Hocus Pocus, like, the girls saw a man dressed up as a devil in a Halloween costume and called him master. Like, that was a little innuendo. That was a hidden message there. In case y'all didn't know that Hocus Pocus, we do not watch it in this house because of specifically that. And of course, it is witchcraft, but there's little hidden messages that makes it to where not many people will notice it or not even at all. Or just don't think anything of it because it's a show or it's a movie. But this is actually talking about the Antichrist. The rise of the Antichrist. And it's demonic. It's so demonic. The way that she moves, the way that they talk, the way that they perform the rituals. It is demonic. And that was all in a preview. A preview, let alone the whole actual TV show itself. And... I remember I told Robert and I was like, I was so disgusted. I felt so dirty just even watching a preview that I didn't even want to watch. It was a commercial that I saw on Hulu when I was watching a regular TV show. And I immediately stopped it. I rebuked it. I prayed and I still felt that demonic presence and I completely lost it I started rebuking it I started praying over my house but I told Robert about it and he was like that's insane and I'm like of course yeah this insane. like what are you talking about we went to the movie theater and we got there early to see the previews and guess what preview came on that one and that was the first time that Robert saw it and he was just like oh my gosh, I didn't realize it was that bad. I'm like, yeah, it's that bad. Like, the devil's not hiding anymore, guys. In every little thing of the world, there's hidden innuendos, hidden messages here and there and everywhere of the devil just trying to get in his way through you. These movies, these TV shows, music, they're all little ways for the devil to come to you. It's giving the devil an access portal to get into your household, which is why me and a lot of other Christians, we do not celebrate Halloween for that specific reason. You are inviting the enemy to come through these decorations that could easily be a demonic witchcraft-like symbol for the enemy to come through. And yet you're placing it all over your house. You're having your children participate in this. Having your children dress up demonically, dress up in so many different characters to where they're able to be easily attacked by the demonic entity that is trying to get through on Halloween. It is a demonic holiday. And... You know, for the longest time I grew up and my parents did not raise me participating in Halloween. And at first I was like, wow, this is weird. Why don't I participate in Halloween? And now I'm like a person myself and I gave my life to God willingly because I wanted to live that life. And I'm seeing this. and I'm like, oh, that's why my parents did that. That's why I wasn't raised that way. The devil has so many different ways to scheme his way into your life. And we need to make sure that we have the God goggles to ensure that, that we are going to outsmart the devil. We need to outsmart him. We need to be more aware of the little hidden messages that the devil is trying to get to us. That way we can win. We can't let the devil win. If we know these are the hidden messages, we win. I mean, God wins in the end. But right now, we still have to fight our battles. 2 Corinthians 2.11, it also says, So Satan will not outsmart us, for we are familiar with his evil schemes. Psalms 21.11, Although they plot against you, their evil schemes will never succeed psalms 148 lord did not let evil people have their way Do not let their evil scheme succeed or they will become proud and it's not just this one show by all means no there's lucifer literally a name tv show named after the devil himself He's literally the devil. Um, I've never seen it. Apparently, a lot of people said it's good, but I mean, come on, guys. It's literally a show called Lucifer. <laughs> Another thing, Corilla Deville. We did not watch that movie. We heard a lot of people say that there was hidden messages in that movie, and I mean, come on, like her last name is Devil. <laughs> like that's that's uh in the window itself we need to be aware of what we're inviting into our house I mean this is a kids TV show it's you no know, 101 Dalmatians and of course I'm talking about this recent um live remake of Corella Deville but I mean I've never seen it I just heard so many of my friends saying, yeah, they said all of this stuff. And a lot of people also said, oh, y'all guys are crazy. Exactly. You don't see the hidden messages. You don't have your God goggles on to see these hidden messages. Same thing with Doctor Strange, the multiverse of madness, the brand new Doctor Strange that just recently came out. Both of these are Disney movies, yet they threw demonic symbols right in our faces. Like... Doctor Strange literally used demons. It's demons. They said demons. They even said that it was a demon. They used a demon to win the whole war that they had. That whole battle that they had. The devil won in that movie. (laughs) Like, Robert and I were literally about to walk out of the movie theater when it kind of took a whole new turn. And it makes sense, you know, We're talking about it and we're kind of laughing at us because, I mean, she is a scarlet witch. He is a sorcerer, you know. This is demonic. That's demonic. Jeremiah 9, 8 says, for their tongue shoot lies like poisoned arrows. They speak friendly words to their neighbors while scheming into their hearts to kill them. They disguise themselves as a family movie, as a family organization, a family community, a family streaming services. This is Disney, bro. This is what we grew up with. They disguise themselves in Disney, and in reality, they are allowing the devil's schemes to come out. Like, to be straight up with y'all, I deleted my Hulu account as well as my Disney account, just for this reason. And I know what y'all gonna say, Teresa, you're overthinking this. Am I though? Am I really though? If you really think that, ask God. Is she overthinking this? And if so, pray for me then. If I am overthinking this, then pray for me. This is what I feel. This is what I'm seeing. And this is what God led onto my heart. At the end of this all, the only person I'm here to satisfy is Jesus. And if I'm doing this because he told me to, then I will. You may not think the way I do. You may think I'm overreacting. But all I'm asking you to do is to ask God to open your eyes, to see the world the way he does. Ask him to break your heart for what breaks his Ask him to give you a set of God goggles so you can see it as well. Either way, (laughs) whatever you do, I'm still going to pray for you. I'm going to pray for myself. I'm going to pray for Demi. I'm going to pray for the people behind Disney, behind Hulu, behind all of the movies and music that, has been corrupted by the devil. I pray for the people who have lost in their ways and followed the ways of the world. And to think that hell is just a fun place where you get to party and have fun. In reality, hell is a real place where there's nothing but suffering and death over and over again. Jesus said it himself, that is in Matthew 13, verse 49 through 50, it says, That is the way it will be at the end of the world. The angels will come and separate the wicked people from the righteous, throwing the wicked people into a fiery furnace where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. That is a real place. But the cool thing is, is that you don't have to go to hell. You don't have to be blinded by what the devil is doing to you in your own home. You can easily get saved. And it doesn't take that much to get saved. You don't have to clean yourself. You don't have to get right. You don't have to fix your life. You don't got to do anything. All you need to do is just ask God to enter your house, enter your mind, enter your soul, and ask him to take control of your life. Make God the Lord of your life. Accept Jesus Christ as who he is. Jesus Christ was born in a womb of a woman named Mary, where he was raised as a human. He is fully man, fully God. He is human. Jesus Christ is a human. He went through the same things you did. He felt the same hurt that you felt. He has been tempted the same way that you have been tempted. He has wept the way that we weep. He has experienced the pain and the trauma that we have. Yet he still died for you. He was tortured, whipped so many times was placed on a crucifixion tree, also known as a cross. His arms was nailed to the cross and his feet were nailed to the cross after he had just been whipped to a point where it was nothing left but his bone. They put a crown of thorns over his head to where it literally pierced through his skull. Blood was dripping down his eyes, burning his eyes. He couldn't see anything, yet he kept you in mind. Even though he was on the cross, literally all his weight was pushing him down on his lungs. He couldn't breathe, yet he was able to pick himself up and ask God to forgive the people who had done that to him. And then he said, tell us I. it is finished. And when he died, a Roman soldier pierced through the side of his body into his heart to ensure that he was dead. He was taken off the cross and placed in a tomb with a huge stone to block the entrance. Three days later, he got out of that grave. He is alive. He is just living in heaven. But there will be a day where he comes back. We don't know. I don't know. You don't know. Your pastor doesn't know. Your parents don't know. No one knows when he will be back. But we need to be ready. It could be today. It could be tomorrow. It could be in 10 years, 20 years, 1,000 years. Who knows? No one knows. But... In the Bible, it is talking about the prophecy and the prophecy of the end times. And we are living in the end times. If this message, these hidden messages that I just read out to you is not proof that we're in the end times, I don't know what will be. And I'm praying for you. But if you have not accepted Jesus fully as your Lord and Savior and have given him your life, And you are now being able to transform your life, to live the way that God has planned for you, to use the spiritual gifts that you have used. Demi Lovato herself also said that this woman prophesied her life, saying that she was going to worship God and she was going to fulfill God's plan through a form of art. She was like 9, 11, 13 around that time. And she became a singer, but instead of using her spiritual gift, her singing to praise God, to worship God, she used it for the devil. And if you don't use your spiritual gifts the way that God has designed it to fulfill his kingdom, you can quickly fall into this wicked world. And if your heart doesn't align with the things of God, you may have been received with that blessing, but it will ruin your life. If you want to glorify God and his gift that he gave you, give your life to him. All you have to do is ask God to enter your house, enter your life, make him the Lord of your life. That's all you got to do. Ask God to give you a pair of the God goggles and see what I'm saying is real. (laughs) I mean, I went on a tangent right now because, you know, the Holy Spirit is just coming through and just saying, like, you have to do this. So I'm here, Lord, I am here and doing this for you. And thank you for speaking through me, Lord God, and I praise you for that. But I just pray for whoever's on the other opposite side of this. I just pray that they are just blessed with your spirit and get to know you, Lord. I pray that they are able to open their eyes and open up their mind to see the world at what it is and see what breaks your heart. I pray that you Touch them the way that they need to be touched, though. That way they could believe in you, Lord. I pray for Demi. I pray for the people that are behind the scenes of everything that is being made in Disney and Hulu and Netflix and all of the other streaming services that I can't even name. I pray for everybody who is behind there. And I just pray that they are no longer trapped in the scheme of the devil. We know that your power is so much more powerful than the devil and has no authority over that. And I rebuke the devil's scheme in Jesus' mighty name. And I rebuke every demonic entity that is in my life, and in this person's life that is listening to me, Lord God, I just pray that you remove that in Jesus' name, and I pray that no matter what we're going through in life, no matter what traumas we're going through, or we're facing, or whatever we are experimenting, Lord God, I just pray that you remove it off of us, and I just pray that you remove it off of me, I pray over this podcast, Lord God, if you have called these people to listen to this podcast, I just pray that you use that for your good and not my good, but your good, Lord God. I just pray that you continue to overflow me, overflow this podcast, overflow my husband, my life, my marriage, their life, their marriage, everything that they're going through, Lord God. I just pray that you just bless us and we get to see you for who you are. And see that holy goodness and glorify you and worship you until the day comes when you come back for us or when you call us home. I pray for every single person that is able to hear my voice right now. And I pray this in Jesus' mighty name. Amen.